Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a new week. The Torah portion of Emor. The Torah portion of Emor is filled with instructions to the Kohanim. The Kohanim are getting a lot of instructions in what they're supposed to do. The opening verse, opening section, most of today's Torah reading, is about who a Kohen is allowed to come in contact with when they pass away. Which passed away bodies is a coin a lot to come in contact with. Okay, so in the opening verse of the parsha, the Torah tells us, speak to or say to the coin and the children of Aaron, and you will say to them. So automatically the question is, why does the verse have to say twice? Speak and you will say. Seems to be extra. Nothing in the Torah is extra. So Rashi immediately gives us the answer to that question because Rashi always addresses obvious questions. And he says, Emor Marta, why the double expression? Lahazir gedolim alaktanim. So the simple translation of those words are to forewarn the adults upon the children, meaning to make sure that the adult Kohanim, the parents Kohanim, are instructing their children in all of these laws. So the obvious question the Chassidus asks is, every mitzvah in the Torah, we say in the Shema, every single mitzvah in the Torah we're commanded to instruct our kids. What is it about this section in particular that the Torah has to warn us, what's that about? Why here? Is there a special instruction telling the adults to make sure they're looking out for the kids? Simple question. The whole Torah is required to do that. What's the answer? So the answer lies in the next words of the Pasuk, where it says, Lenefesh lo itama ba'amav, prohibiting the Kohen from coming in contact with any. You, uh, with any general, unspecified dead body. But there also the words of the Torah are unusual. Lenefesh lo yitama be'amav. Do not come in contact with a dead body. Be'amav means amongst his nation, or amongst their nation. So Rashi again wants to know what does that mean? What does that mean? So Rashi says the prohibition of a coin coming in contact with a dead body applies to a dead body who's amongst his nation, meaning there's somebody to take care of him. But if it's a May Smith, if there's nobody to take care of him, if you find someone passed away on the road, and there's nobody there, it's not Ba'amav, you're not amongst the nation, it's not amongst people, then the first opening verse of the Torah, even before the Torah describes that a coin is allowed to come in contact with his father when he passes away, his mother, his sister, brother, etc., etc. Even before all that, the first verse says that a Kohen has responsibility for a person who's dead on the road. Now, the obvious question is, why? If a Kohen sees somebody who's passed away on the road, he could easily say, look, I'm a Kohen, I don't want to come in contact with dead bodies, that will prohibit me from going into the temple in Jerusalem, etc. It's so very complicated. We like to use the word complicated in today's world. Everything is complicated. It's a little complicated. It's very complicated. So what I'll do is, 
I'll leave the dead body laying there and I will go and find an Israelite somewhere and tell him to come take care of the dead body. I'm going to do it. Ah, that is a unique level of Avat Israel. Right? Because you just came up with a perfectly reasonable solution. Along comes the Torah and says, no. That means you're not really dedicated to the Jewish people. You're more, thinking more about yourself than others around you. You're thinking more about yourself than others around you. You're more worried about yourself and your own cleanliness than you are about a Jew who's dead on the road. Now the implications are multifold, but I'm just going to share one thought today. Imagine for a moment, imagine for a moment, you were, you were not at home, you were someplace not in your neighborhood, and you knew that there's a shul nearby that announces that they have shachras at 8 o'clock. And so you come to the shul, you've never been there before, you walk in for the first time, and you are down with the minion. Turns out that at 8.16 you look around the room, and there's only seven people in the room, you included. There's only seven people in the room, you included. So now you wonder to yourself, what goes on in this shul? Do they normally get a minion or don't they get a minion? Are there more people coming? Is there a usual crowd that doesn't roll in until 8.25 every Sunday? It's <laughs> the usual half a minion that never rolls in on Sunday before 8.25? Or am I going to be stuck here without a minion? But the question's really deeper than that. You know what the question is? The seven people in the room, if I walk out and three people come in, so I will have left this minion short one. So maybe I have a responsibility to stick it out just in case I'm number 10. I've never been to the shul before. It's my first time ever there. Maybe I have an obligation to stick it out. Maybe I'm number 10. So the guy that stands up and walks out the door without even asking, is there going to be a minion? He's the guy who missed the lesson of today's shir. He's the guy who doesn't think like the Chabadnik. The Chabadnik is thinking more, not only himself, but trying to teach others, teach his children as well, that the mess mitzvah, the dead body on the road, don't go find an Israelite. You, ought to, you have to do it right now. Ah, you're a kohen. Ah, you need to daven with a minion. I, I don't know, you need kavonis arizal while you're davening and you can't have your kavonis arizal because there's no 10 men here or whatever it is you're thinking. Whatever the shame yichud you missed. If you pick up and walk out the door and leave the minion short even one more, the minion was already short. You pick up and walk out the door and leave the minion short even one more? And you were thinking about yourself. You didn't think about other yidin. You didn't put other yidin first. Your focus was you. And so therefore this, and, and, um, and again, maybe that's the right thing to do. In other words, by strict halakha, maybe it's the right thing to do. Maybe if you're worried there isn't going to be a minion, you should pick up and walk out the door and go find a shul that does have a minion. Because you want to be able to dive with it. See, but I'm not saying it's even wrong. But that's why the Torah has to give a special instruction. To teach us that when you figure it out is probably the right thing to do, turns out it's kind of selfish. Turns out we need a special, unique instruction 
and I'm sorry to say this, you need a special, unique instruction to be a Chabadnik. To think like a Chabadnik takes special instructions. The average Joe doesn't think that way. The average Joe says, oh, I don't see four more people here today. I am out of here. I'm not even going to ask, are there more people coming? I'm not even going to ask, because anybody in the room needs to say Kaddish, that if I leave and it winds up nine, I prevented those people from saying Kaddish. They went to my mind. I'm out the door. There's only six people here. It's 817. I'm gone. But the Chabadnik would stick it out and say, what are you talking about? What can I do to help make sure there's a minion? Yeah, I'm a stranger here. Wherever it is that I'm staying that brought me here is a stranger. Maybe I could pick up my phone and call somebody else there that's in the house. Wake them up and say, you have to come. There's two people need to say Kaddish. Three people need to say Kaddish. No, you have to think like the Chabadnik. That's the instruction today. So today's takeaway is Always think about the needs of other Jews before you think about yourself. Always make your focal point. What can I do? And not just any Jews. Mes mitzvah. Mes mitzvah means not only is the guy, and you could use all of the metaphors you want for this, not only is that guy dead, and like I said, use all the metaphors, not necessarily physically dead, not only is that guy dead, but he's so dead, nobody even cares about him. He's lying dead on the road. Nobody even cares about him. Along comes the Torah and says, no, you be the Kohen, or slash, you be the Chabadnik. You're responsible for that guy. The guy who's dead on the road. May it be a day where we do all of the things that we need to do to help every single other Jew. Our focus will be that way. And HaKadosh Baruch will bless us with a day full of blessings and full of joy. And we'll merit to be standing at the Beis HaMikdash today May it happen now. Amen. L'chaim. Great day, everybody.